0: Welcome to the Verbal Motivation Podcast, where we talk about the things that motivate our lives, our religion, and our relationships. My name is Nathan Vale. If you would like to comment on this or other episodes, please leave me a voicemail at 530 876 4153. This is episode number 10 called A Christmas Wish. More than any other holiday, Christmas is full of meaningful symbolism, lights on trees and houses, the delicious aroma of cinnamon-scented pine cones at the store accompanied by heartwarming music proclaiming Christmas joy. Even nature seems to be participating with snowfall for sledding and warm fires for cuddling, not to mention mistletoes for kissing. We have been so successful in creating a Christmas season that it almost feels like it has taken on a life of its own and now the season is the reason. When I first moved to Northern California, it didn't feel like Christmas because it was too warm and there was no snow. But really, what does snow have to do with the birth of Jesus? I was watching People's Court this week, and the gentleman who brought the lawsuit appeared in court with a large cross, dangling awkwardly and intentionally out of the front of his buttoned shirt in a way that did not look natural and it could not have been more obvious that he was doing it for the benefit of the judge. Now, I have no issues with Christians who wear their beliefs proudly in the form of symbolic jewelry as a reminder to themselves and even to others of the importance of what the Savior did for us. But I don't think this gentleman was trying to remind the judge or the person he was suing of the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf. Maybe it's just because of what weak this is. But watching him reminded me of something that Margaret Thatcher once said, and I'm just paraphrasing here. She said, power is like beauty. If you have to tell someone you have it, you don't. I think it would be appropriate for all of us to replace a few of those words and say, Christianity is like beauty. If you have to tell someone you have it, you don't. I've been thinking a lot this week in the run-up to Christmas about what it means to be a Christian. Is Christianity just a symbol we use to win court cases or to be fashionable with our friends who feel the same way? In other words, have the symbols become the religion? This type of associating through symbols goes on in society in a secular way every day. Most of us wear the logos of companies or products that we like or want to associate with. Somehow we feel part of something if we use an Apple computer or wear Nike logos on our clothing. My favorite newspaper comic strip was Calvin and Hobbes. For those of you who don't remember, Calvin was a six-year-old child who walks around talking to a stuffed tiger named Hobbes, who is real only to Calvin. Allow me to read one of my favorites. Calvin says to Hobbes, looking down at his shirt, I wish my shirt had a logo or a product on it. A good shirt turns the wearer into a walking corporate billboard. It says to the world, My identity is so wrapped up in what I buy that I paid the company to advertise its products. Hobbs asks, You'd admit that? Oh, sure, Calvin retorts. Endorsing products is the American way to express individuality. This is the perfect time of year to ask ourselves, Are the symbols we wear and the traditions we hold, a reflection of what we believe, or an association with Christianity. Again, I have no problem with wearing crosses. Members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints also wear reminders of our commitment of taking on the name of Jesus Christ. But sometimes, and certainly in the case with this gentleman in court, it's like carrying around a Bible so everyone can see that we have it, rather than reading the Bible and letting its effect on our lives speak for who we are and what we believe. I think the answer is found in the motivation, as defined by Matthew chapter 6, verse 2, saying, quote, Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Unquote. As time goes on, Many of the symbols we keep or wear become special to us because they have traveled the road of life with us and, just like the Christmas season, begin to generate meaning and run the risk of becoming the focal point of our belief, rather than the gospel that originally inspired them. Run the clock forward to the day that will come when we all meet and embrace our Savior. I think he will be anxious to hear what we did with his gospel and with his sacrifice in our own lives. What if all we have to offer are the symbols we carried that endorsed his sacrifice? It's Christmas, the most beautiful time of the year. The air is full of excitement. Candy and goodies are everywhere, and children around the world are making Christmas wishes and sending letters to Santa Claus. We should enjoy every minute of it with our family, with our friends, and with our traditions. But let's render unto Caesar... The things that are caesar's and to god the things that are god's by not forgetting what we are actually celebrating and may we live the rest of the year in such a way that honors through our efforts he who was born in the meridian of time in bethlehem even christ the lord my name is nathan vale and this is the verbal motivation podcast